Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. Hello and welcome everybody to DC Figures and Collectibles. As of this recording, it is January 9th, 2019, and I am joined by my co-host all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England. Say hello, Scott. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody listening, and hello, Tyler. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Just in case you guys didn't know, you could follow Scott at at the dot bat fan on Instagram and Scott. Yes. Scott, I have just looked at something that is blowing my mind right now. Oh, okay. So what have you seen? I, in anticipation for this recording, I was looking at big bad toy store, seeing if there's any new DC figures, anything DC related coming out just so we could talk about it. And there's, What's striking and catching my eye right now is DC Comics Multiverse Signature, up for pre-order right now, Joker and Penguin. And the Penguin they showed at the Comic-Con was the Danny DeVito style, and they never showed a Joker. So right now, I'm wondering if that is the Jack Nicholson. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine how much that's going to sell out? I already pre-ordered it sight unseen be- just in anticipation it is that because I'm I don't want to miss out. As we speak, I'm literally loading it now. <laughs> I might do too, just in case. <laughs> that, that sounds very intriguing. Penguin, that penguin has to be, it has to be the Danny DeVito one, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's from the Signature series. Hmm. And the one they showed, the only one they showed from the Signature Series that wasn't the Linda Carter and the stuff that has already come out was uh, the Penguin. So oh, it, it has to be, surely. That's, oh God, that will be the chase figure of the year, if that's the case. No uh, doubt. I think I know who that is. That's going to be Heath Ledger Joker, isn't it, surely? Oh, is that it? The only reason I've just looked on it now, it says... No, I think you're right. Dang it. Now I look like an idiot. Is that what it says, Dark Knight? It does not, yeah. Uh, I'm an idiot. In your defense, though, Big Bad Toy Store do update these things quite a lot, so it's not really... It may very Uh, well have just said Joker at the time, but... Yeah, because I could have sworn about 30 minutes ago it says something different. 
I am now searching for that penguin. <laughs> well, I just can't. I should just cancel that. I already have a Heath Ledger joke. <laughs> <laughs> so if nothing, it's good customer service advice. Ah, that that kills me. Ah, I got hyped for nothing. Oh well. Hmm. This is going to be very interesting. To see, there's a multiverse set of two figures, and it does not give you any description whatsoever. I think that's what I looked at when I saw the Joker, but I do now that's see the Dark Knight one. A Joker figure and Penguin figure. So this is going to be, oh my god, it is actually the Penguin based on Batman Returns. It actually is. Well, I'm definitely getting that one. I'll just switch the pre-orders. It says it in the product <laughs> features. Do you know what? I haven't got a Heath Ledger Joker yet, so that's probably a figure I will get. And it looks really good. It kind of makes me regret getting the uh, the figure arts one because this one actually looks really good. I actually cannot believe. And also with the facial sculpt upgrades they've got now with like the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, this is, these are going to be pretty special. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That from what I saw of that, it actually does look pretty good. Oh, I'm very excited now because I hadn't seen that. That, that sounds Dang it. amazing. We'll oh, just Penguin's edit that got, whole beginning part out. And no, Penguin's just... got interchangeable hands. Umbrella. Yeah, display based diorama background cards. Nice. Now we need a Michelle Pfeiffer version. Oh, wow. Could you imagine? We need that. And, and also a Keaton Batman. That would be, that would be amazing. It would be nice. Not just the little four-inch ones either. Yeah, absolutely. And they're ah. good articulated as well, so that's that's good. Well, Scott, since we got on the topic of new figures, have you gotten anything new? I think I have a good idea, but please to let us know. Uh, well, yeah. So I got the um, Superman and Flash recently, which. Um, I mentioned at the end of the last episode, which I've now properly got familiar with the figures, and I have to say they're outstanding. And I already knew the way I was going to love them, but I love them even more than I knew I was going to love them. If that makes sense, but yeah, no, they're fantastic, and they are everything that I want them to be. Is Anarchy new? Anarchy, oh yeah, of course, Anarchy. I'll forget you. Yeah, he. He is relatively new. I, I I got him a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't photographed him yet. I haven't had a chance to. And ah, I, uh, I he made his debut. He, he did. He made his debut. There is anarchy in the UK right now. <laughs> and um, no, he, he is a phenomenal figure and genuinely one of my favourite from the Arkham series purely because of his detail. Um, and also the character too. You know, I like, I like what he represents in... in Arkham Origins, and I would have liked to see more of him. Maybe an Arkham Knight side mission would have been pretty cool with him coming back as an older man, having got out of prison, and that would have been pretty interesting. But yeah, and he really—he's just a really cool figure, and his accessory that comes with is is pretty cool. Oh, that's that fantastic! Like it probably doesn't show it in the picture, but the detail of that thing up close is amazing. Yeah, well, to me, it does look amazing. And you yep. did a pretty cool picture with it. I love the background. Thanks. Yeah, I, I like the steel mill. I haven't I'd taken a picture of it in the background and I couldn't figure out how to incorporate it. So I thought, stuff it, I'll just put it in the backdrop with this. So, um, And also with that Batman 
that I've customised. I took the head from a Arkham Asylum four pack figure and put it on a um, on the rabbit hole Batman, and it's created a battle damage Arkham City Batman. So, oh, nice. Yeah, it's it, it's. Um, and you also took a pretty big gamble in making a custom. Uh, was it Lord Justice Lord Batman? Yeah, yeah. No, that this was interesting and difficult. Um, yeah, I, I messaged him just asking that. Like, how did you do this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was very, very difficult to get the head off the Batman. That was the hardest bit of the whole thing because not only is it difficult, full stop, just to get the the peg to to free out of the um, out of the neck base. But also to do it without breaking the ears ears off, uh, I can't even explain to you how hard it was. I had to push from the chin, get my thumb underneath the chin, and just push it backwards, and just pray that it, nothing broke. And luckily, it didn't. I had to heat it up with a hairdryer first and leave it under there for about a minute, and then um, it eventually pops off. So yeah, um, then after that, I, I cut down the cape from the new adventures batman I had to cut it down maybe i don't know about two or three millimeters perhaps maybe a little bit more than that i'd literally cut it off with some scissors heat it up and then cut it with some... um so I cut straight across and then his head kind of just sits on the top with a bit of blue tack because i can't fit the peg in because it'll go too far and it'll look like he's got no neck <laughs> <laughs> so he, he sits well, on that's, on top. It looks good it, yeah, it doesn't look too bad. I, I, I'd hopes it would come out better, but it doesn't look too bad. It's okay. I would have guessed that it was just held on by blue tack. Yeah, it, it's difficult because the, the neck is actually wider than the head. So it's hard to, you have to kind of make it at an angle a little bit so you can't notice it. Uh, well, but that was we, have a big, we have a big special where, where Scott's going to break down a review of each of his Justice League figures. But we're going to save that more towards, like, after I... Because I don't have that much news afterwards. So we'll have him go a little bit after that before we into I'm other things. Looking forward to that. I've done a lot of a lot of research. Well, I say a lot of research. A good amount of research. But well, we, we would expect nothing less from Scott. Well, <laughs> well, talking of new figures, I have to ask you about a couple of figures that you may be getting... That you've told me about that the listeners because okay. I'm I'm genuinely really excited about you being able to get some new stuff. Um, yeah, I got a new I got a two pack yesterday. I gave the DC Essentials line another go because I really love the Rorschach character. I don't know if you've ever read or watched Watchmen. I not too familiar with him, but I'm very glad that you were the one that introduced that because I, I wanted to ask and I, I cannot pronounce his name for the life of me. Oh uh, yeah, Rorschach. Rorschach. <laughs> Ror Rorschach. Yeah, like I Shaq. anybody listening to this from England, this is not a representation <laughs> of what we are. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit, but Yeah, but I that's when I first uh, really discovered who Zack Snyder was and I watched Watchmen and that's the first time I really discovered that comic book. And it is such a great, great story. And Scott, if you if you're craving DC at any time, if you should watch that, and you will be extremely satisfied. As uh, Joe, as soon as like things like the DC universe come over here, that is one of the first things I want to see because 
I'm a self-confessed Schneider fanboy, so I want to see it. I, I, I love anything that he does. It's DC related well, anyway. So yeah, I'd love to see that. You, I, I can't wait to hear your review because I genuinely think that you will like it. it it's it a cool movie. Fantastic. With great visuals. And the story is very heartbreaking. It's like a tragedy. Well, the figure itself is an extreme upgrade in the one fact that it could actually move at every joint. <laughs> so that, that, is, that is helpful. That's good. And the paint app on the mask is extremely clean. It looks really cool. Uh, the sculptor is Paul Harding. And you can follow him at Harding Studios on Instagram. I know a lot of people in the toy community do follow him because he's a big, I think, a toy fan because he follows a lot of the people out there as well. Hmm. So he killed it on this one. This I really, really like this figure. Just the little details in the jacket look like it's all crinkly. I don't even know how they do that. Mm. But the only drawback, the only drawback, and you know, first of all, the other bonus thing about Rorschach, which every toy collector will love, is that it comes with a removable fedora, which I will, can't wait to use in other pictures. Oh, For, nice. I didn't know that was removable. That's awesome. Yeah, it's the best part. <laughs> I can remember seeing those figures on the a shelf in Forbidden Planet and... I, I haven't obviously ever seen Watchmen, I confess that, but they looked fantastic. I was tempted to buy them just for how good they look alone. And like you say, much more of an upgrade from their previous stuff. You should watch a few clips on YouTube and you'll be hooked. Mm. Well, and then, you know, I, the only drawback other than, you know, if I don't know how long, I hope it just it doesn't break. I haven't had it too long. The one drawback is that it comes with a character called the Mime. Don't know anything about him. He's a new character. His full identity hasn't even been revealed yet because the story is still ongoing. So he's, ah, I don't really want to pay $45 for one figure that I'm really going to use a lot. But he, the figure does also kind of look like the guy that Joker shoots in Return of the Joker with his bang gun. <laughs> he looks like a henchman. So maybe I could try to make him into more like a Joker henchman. Mm, that, that's an interesting idea. I like that. But yeah, I was. That's the, it. Took me. I was sitting at. I was at the comic book shop for thirty minutes because they had a Green Lantern on sale. The combo one that has all the flight stuff. I uh, DC icons. Oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah. They had the Mezco Wonder Woman for eighty. Wow. And it's like immediate gratification with a Mezco. Like, you could buy it. It's in my hand. There's no shipping. It's like, it's right there. Uh-huh, and then, awesome. Yeah, and then he also said that he would give me $10 off on the Mutant Leader. He had a Dark Knight Returns Mutant Leader Mezco. That is a fantastic figure. Do you I, have it? I have got that figure. It is fantastic. Yeah, but then I was an idiot, and I sold my... <laughs> I sold my Dark Knight Returns oh, PX. No, of course. Yeah, but I'm also getting the Sovereign Knight, the blue version. So. Oh well, that's. That, yeah, I think that's. A decent that, but also, it's making me wonder if I should order a Catwoman from my buddy at Xavier Cows, uh, his Instagram, because he has it in stock. He also has a Nightmare Mezco. Nightmare Mezco is sensational. I'm debating a lot of things right now. 
We'll uh, see what I go with. I, I certainly hope that you um, get that cat. Even Popeye is still available. Popeye. Popeye, yeah, Popeye's good. And also the um, Kong figure as well. Oh, yeah, the Kong figure. That one is the one I think is a definite. I think that one's already a go because, and like you told me in the messages, it's cheap. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's only like 40 bucks. And you get a lot of different play with it because you can, I, I was telling you, I think it looks like a good Grodd figure. Yes, definitely. The Flash. I also have the reverse Flash, so it fit in. I start building a, a, just, a, a, a what is it, Legion of Doom. Yeah, oh, wow, that would be cool. Start building that up, and then uh, yeah, he'd, he'd fit right in with those super, super studio figures. He'd, he'd look perfect. Yeah, I think I'm gonna order him right now while we talk. And then <laughs> uh, I also have a bunch of little miniature buildings. I think it'd be cool to do some King yeah. Kong style photos. I, I would very much like to see that. Seeing other people, they're just really cool looking. It's really cool to see the scale and knowing it's really miniature, but they captured it perfectly. You could use that little Keaton Batman that you've got the mini one. Oh yeah, standing on a rooftop, <laughs> Kong charges. Oh, sealed the deal. <laughs> I it. Oh, yeah, it does it? Oh, Scott, thank you. That's the <laughs> I need. Uh, I think that would be both funny and very cool to see. I, I would love that. Just swinging, trying to grab that little figure. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I would love that. Yeah, so I think that's going to be my big one. I'm also going to... I did the uh, Clayface Connect and Collect review and posted it before before last week. Oh, yes. I thought you did was brilliant. I like like the detail you captured on Clayface. He looked brilliant. Yeah, it's like really cool. uh, They did a really creative job in the way they did his articulation, his legs, and how they also were able to hide the joints and make it look natural. Mm, Yeah. I wanted to do that just like I think I said I I wanted to do it just in case people were wondering or they had the parts and they're like oh is it even worth trying to still finish this I think it's worth it Mm. he looks great he really reminds me of the the Justice League Clayface from episode Secret Society he he really reminds me of of that yeah he does have kind of more of the TNBA sleeker look to him yeah that the color of him and the even the face, he, he reminds me of, of him quite a bit. The double row of teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I, I just have to get back on doing the reviews, but I've already got a couple. I, I'm going to do the Rorschach one soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That'll be good. I definitely want to. I know that I pissed DC collectibles off and the fact that they removed one of my videos. So I want to redeem. I think this is a cooler figure. It actually moves. Hmm. <laughs> So I'll do that review as, and I got to get back on doing the all the new figures I got because I think they're pretty cool. And especially, all right, and Scott, again, this is especially for those who have targets by them. Oh, I went, no, it's going to be painful, isn't it? I went again today, and they have uh, a bunch of DC Multiverse uh, out there. They have like the Dark Knight Returns uh, Wonder Woman. They have the Super Friends Aquaman, Super Friends Superman. Uh, they have the Wonder Girl from Teen Titans. And I asked the guy again, I was like, hey, can you scan these so I can see the price? Because last time they were five bucks. He scans them. Sure enough, they're five bucks. No way. So if you have a target and you 
and you're actually looking for a place that you could get cheap figures other from Amazon and you can get them immediately, I would go to Target, see if they're on sale there, and swoop them. Oh, I can't even believe that they, they do that. I don't even know how they're getting away with that. I'm annoyed that not if, you know, enough people are. I'd love to go and <laughs> I'd, I, I would literally fight my way through everybody to get those for five bucks. That's class. Yeah, I wish I liked the Dark Knight Returns Wonder Woman style. I'd get it. I think I'll get the Wonder Girl to fit in with the classic because there's going to be a Beast Boy and all that coming out. Yeah, that would be pretty cool to get, to, to get. Plus, I also liked Wonder Girl and the new Teen Titans show, which is going to be debuting soon for you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it very much so. Yeah. yeah I, I'm looking forward to review. I can't wait to hear what you think. Yeah, I, I'm very excited about getting that. I might just buy Netflix for that. Just to, to see it's not it. bad. It's only seven a month. Yeah. Binge it in a day, cancel it. <laughs> the TV's got a built-in Netflix app, so I feel like everything's set up perfectly. Oh, yeah. You'll like it. So I think that's going to have to happen. I'm very excited about seeing that. Just going to be good fun. Then speaking of reviews, Scott, are you ready? Oh, yes, absolutely. To give us what this is, folks, is I think that Scott, I know that there's other people that have the figures, and I don't know if they have them in. I can't tell sometimes on Instagram if people are posting like, oh, I got in all the figures to sell them or to post pictures. But as far as I know, Scott is one of the few, if only, toy photographers to have all of the Justice League uh, exclusive DC Universe app figures, and he's from England, so he is a hustler. How he got these? <laughs> well, he's not a hustler. He had a good friend help him out. But yes, uh, <laughs> but so what I wanted him to do is break down each figure because I've had a few, and just in a few figures I've had, they range dramatic. They range drastically in ability to stand, uh, pain apps, articulation. So I just wanted him to be able to break down and give. You know, his thoughts on the whole line. And Scott, take it away. Right, okay. Well, first of all, I was going to start with um, thanking my very, very kind friend at DannyRab13 on Instagram for helping me get these figures. Honestly, it means so much. I can't put it into words how, how kind it is and how much it means because this is a show that I loved growing up and a show that I you know, idolised the characters from. So it really means a lot, man, and thank you. But um, okay, so to begin, to, so to begin, I started with a character that is um, immensely popular at the moment in Aquaman, and he's a figure that doesn't really, you know, I, I'm guilty of it. I don't really mention him too much in my posts or anything like that, Aquaman, because he wasn't technically part of the league in that first series. So, um, <laughs> and Scott and, is a stickler. Yeah, I'm, I'm very well pedantic is the word, but yeah. Um, <laughs> So Aquaman, okay, in terms of his size, he is six and a half inches bang on. Um, he stands out pretty well, and, and even though one of my knees doesn't move on him, he's still got excellent balance, ankles, absolutely fine. Sculpt and you did the whole hair dryer thing on his knee and it still didn't budge? Um, no, I haven't tried that yet, actually, and that's something I should try. I'm a little bit nervous about it, though, because there is a slight gap in where the plastic's like sealed together, I... so... I'm a little bit nervous about that, but I, it's, I mean, if it, it can't move whatsoever at the minute, I can only just glue it back together and it's going to be the same. So it, it may be worth trying, but in terms of like his sculpts, his muscle, 
head sculpts perfect, and I love the fact that he's got like a um, I'm not sure what it is, right? Is it a medallion you call it or something around his neck? But oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It looks exceptional, and the best thing about him is that they included his hook and they ditched the fist <laughs> that they were going to put on that. It's such a great detail, and something it that's yeah, oh, it is, it is massive. And and that whole thing spins around as well, so it's not like fixed in place. Are there any details on the medallion around his neck, or is it just a like a solid piece? Um, it's a solid piece, and it's got like a slight engravement on the front of it. Oh, nice! And um, and it fits in with the animated style, like the the string that it, it comes around it is almost like a it's quite quite a matte finish to it, so it it doesn't look out of place on the figure or anything, and it doesn't um get in the way of any articulation or look unnatural. It doesn't like stretch out and not rest on him properly. It, it sits wherever you want it to sit, which is great. So, um, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Aquaman is a very good figure and I really like him. He wasn't a figure I was particularly looking forward to, but I, I really like him. The, the only one criticism I have with him is his skin is slightly yellowish. Which is a little strange, but you know, it's, it's not. It's not like the animated figures where you've got like, you know, like more of a fleshed kind of tone. It's a little bit more yellow, but that is the only criticism that oh, I have really? with Aquaman. It's a little bit strange, yeah. But other, strange. other than that, he is perfect. One um, down. So yeah, one down, and, and the figure next that you, I know, absolutely love, which is Flash. Yeah, he is six point two inches tall. For those interested, I got I, one thing. The thing that I'm most impressed with this figure is the lightning strikes on his ears. Yes, because they like it didn't look right in the pictures. I've got to say, and in person, they got it right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they, they're so tiny and perfect and detailed. Yeah, no, absolutely. And when you put it side on, it, it is. It is just the flash from the show. It's the exact perfect sculpt. And there is nothing about this figure that isn't perfect. I remember you saying when you got him, like he stands up brilliantly. And he's balanced. Yeah, absolutely. He's fantastic. And his balance is brilliant. You can almost stand him on one leg if you want to get him into a running pose. Um, so Which is he, perfect and ideal. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got good um, arm articulation. You can get his arms to about 90 degrees, which is pretty good. And paint is fine. joint works on yours? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely perfect. And it, it's not like he hasn't got any floppy joints or anything like that, which is a real problem of some of the figures in this line. But um, yeah, he looks absolutely fantastic. And his scale is, is perfect as well. Everything about him is perfect. What do you think of Flash? I I my favorite little detail about him and I know that any fan of the show will love it too is his perfect little smirk that he has. <laughs> it just that little thing just uh captures that character so perfectly and they did it well. And yeah, it's just he's a playful character and you can tell by his little smug smile. So <laughs> I I like that part a lot. I think that when you put in the right lighting and some of your pictures I've showed too, it just looks superb. Like 
uh, it will look brilliant and bright in certain lighting. And then you can also tone it down. It just looks really nice and mm. deep red because of the nice matte painting. It's my favorite figure of the line. I think that's the one that they did the best. Wow, that is that is very big. Yeah, because he could stand. Batman can't stand. If Batman could stand, yeah. he'd win. Yeah. Wonder Woman can't even move her left arm. It's very, very true. That is, to be fair, and they, like, his boots are fantastic. Just something as simple as that. Like, his boots are perfect. <laughs> and you can twist I, the boots as well. So. Yeah, bonus articulation. Yeah, absolutely. And his hands there, like he's got the small hands which he has in the show, and oh, just everything about him is perfect. You should have like, came with some just... pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he came like a pizza box. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Or he came with one of those flash bars. Yeah, high oh, calorie. I wish, I wish they came with accessories. That is a criticism of the whole line. Then they should have accessories. But yeah. yeah. The fact that we're getting them at all is like a gift. <laughs> Truly. Um, okay, so the, the Flash sensational. And the next figure is cut from the same cloth, which is Martian Manson. And mm. he is 6.8 inches tall. An absolutely outstanding figure in every single way. There is abs- There is nothing wrong with this figure whatsoever. There's no criticism of anything. He stands up brilliantly. His articulation is fantastic. He's one of only two figures to have an ankle pivot. Wow. Which, which is fantastic. And his head sculpt is outrageous. And But that's not even the best bit. The best bit for me is just quite simply his cape. I, I, that, the cape is phenomenal. Why it's is just, that? The fact that it's so big and just drapes over his shoulders. And I love the, the neck piece detail. It looks phenomenal. I, and the colour of it, it's so bright and vibrant, which is perfect for Jean. It, it's, you know, he, he should look alien and he should stand out from the rest, and he does. He, he is absolutely brilliant. And he's pretty big overall. He is very big, very muscly. He's, um, I remember saying it before, he, he's very similar and reminds me of Bane from the new Batman Adventures, that figure. Yeah, that just blows my mind. Yeah, he, he is absolutely sensational. He's He's Probably a little bit bigger than Superman in terms of his general bulkiness, I'd say. Superman probably wow. has slightly Superman probably has a slightly bigger chest, but in terms of um everything else, I'd say Martian so Man. John, John's the bigger of the aliens? John is the ever so slight bigger of the aliens, yeah. Hey, bigger's bigger. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Superman's had to travel from further away though, so he he's That's got true. a bit more out. <laughs> but no, he, he is fantastic, and the the detail of, of the paint. Uh, he there's absolutely nothing wrong with him. He, he's one of the figures in this line that has absolutely zero flaws whatsoever. He is perfect. Yeah, this isn't helping me dis- make any decision on figures. It's just making me want all these ones now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm genuinely serious. If you could buy any figure next from that series, get Martian Man onto. He's perfect. I'm thinking I might. It's- <laughs> Honestly, he's fantastic. He, he is absolutely outstanding in every way. Um, and which moves us on to another alien, technically, um, in Hawk Girl. Um, Hawk Girl is absolutely brilliant. And I've, I think I've said it before, I think she is the most accurate 
of all the figures from yeah. the show to fans too. She tends to be a lot of people's favorite, so you're not alone there. Yeah, she she's brilliant, and I love that they've put the detail of the wings and that you can actually move the wings as well. So the, the wings both clip in with like um, it's almost like a head sculpt would click in. It, like the the ball clicks into the back, and they're articulated. Uh, um, the the wings themselves are fixed, but you can move them around in in the pivot. So okay, you can spread them out a little bit, not too much, but a little bit because the hair gets in the way. So you can kind of make uh, it which is flying. Um, but they're they're fantastic, and the wing sculpt is is sensational. Uh, Hulk girl is five and a half inches tall, six point one inches if you include the points on her ears. But she's perfectly accurate in every way. And the one thing I was really surprised about, actually, is that she stands up perfectly, considering she is quite weighty with the wings, and and also she's got tiny feet. She stands up brilliantly. Uh, There is no angle pivot, unfortunately. She still stands well. She still stands up brilliantly, yeah. You can get her to pose in walking positions. I I was really surprised by that, because I thought she was going to be a nightmare to stand up. Um, anybody who's got like the Talia Al Ghul animated figure will know what I mean. Oh, but... gosh. Yeah, she is horrendous <laughs> to stand up. I got to pose her in the mud so she's just sticking. <laughs> pose her in blue tack. Yeah, gosh. yeah she, she's perfect. Um, she's also another one that I that I put in the ones that I decide. I I put a top three so far of the next JL figures that would be Johns. Green Lantern or her? Oh, out of the three, I'd say get Manta. He's amazing. <laughs> but um, but if you if you go for Hawk Girl GL, no one can blame you because they're sensational. Uh, Hawk Girl's head sculpt is just amazing, and that the the ears how they swoop around and oh, they look fantastic. And she came with that cool mace that you have for her. Well, the mace I, I had to research this because it was hard to find. What, what? Oh, what a good look at this guy! He took notes to help out people because his mace looked perfect for her. <laughs> well, it it took a long time to find this mace, a lot harder than it should have been. But I found it eventually. Um, it's a company called Monogram, and it is a paperweight. Um, <gasps> and the, the <laughs> mace that Hawk Girl comes with is absolutely perfect. I mean, it's quite weighty. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you've been saying that too. It's funny that that's what it is—a paperweight. <laughs> yeah, it, it's literally a Justice League paperweight. That's so cool. You know, so if you have a first world problem, you have you want a Justice League paperweight in your life. Monogram are the company for you. They are the ones that you need to contact. Or you got a super first world problem, and you have DC. <laughs> you need that for a figure. <laughs> uh, that, that's that is- brilliant. That is the kind of tracing down and detective work that we have here at DC Figures. And <laughs> yes, you can tell we're Batman fans. We we do all of that, but yeah, yeah. No, um, she's fantastic and scaled perfectly as well. But the the mace is very very good. It will stretch a hand out a little bit over time, so it might not clip in as easily as it goes on. But it's certainly worth it because well, Hogan needs a mace. It is her weapon, so. Yeah, she has to have simple. Yeah, she she has to have a mace, otherwise she isn't hot girl anymore. That's like Wonder Woman with no lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us on nicely to the next thing. 
this is unscripted, by the way. I promise. Yeah, it was uh, a we. This is a one shot thing. Every it genuinely time. is. <laughs> um, Wonder Woman is fantastic. She is six point three inches, ah. and there's not really much to say about Wonder Woman other than that she's perfect. <laughs> to That's be honest, so like, and she, she is fantastic. I know that you put her as your second favorite. Yes. Last year, and yes. If anything, that isn't high enough. She's amazing. Yeah, and that's even without her being able to move her left arm. I still thought that much of the <laughs> Because also, it's just it's hard to take a bad picture of that of that figure in general. It's just a really well done. Yeah, it's so true. I, I don't know about you, but I find even though she's got heels on her boots, and I, I find she still stands up quite well. Yeah, yes, yes. Especially if you have two feet. It's harder with one, but two feet is perfect. <laughs> Yeah, no, she she's pretty good. The only slight criticism I have is she's probably the black around her eyes is probably a bit too thick, but that has been hypercritical because otherwise she is perfect. Um, hey, that's the kind of thing that people look at. Yeah, I, mean, I know a couple of people that I've spoke to on Instagram don't like the figure at all. Yeah, they think yeah. But then, to that, I would say, have you seen the show? That is accurate. Yeah, I think it's pretty normal. Yeah, it was kind of a trait of the series because Batman was like that as well. He had a shorter chest and longer legs. That's just that's the whole look of the the show. Which actually, this is being serious, brings us nicely onto the next figure, (laughs) which is GL Green Lantern, who is. The figure that was probably most criticised, I think, when he really, was. yeah. I, the only reason I say that is because people thought his scale wasn't right; he was too muscly. But um, I think people were looking at it the wrong way. What you've got to look at is not if Green Lantern is too muscly. You got to look. You compare it to like the Batman Man the series and New Adventures. When they moved into Justice League, the whole of the characters in that series were more cartoony, more muscly. They were less realistic in a way. Mm. And that translates into the figures it has to. So when you compare him to previous figures from New Adventures, Batman and Batman the Animated Series, he is going to look more muscly. But that is just because the DCAU changed and the figures had to with it. Otherwise, you wouldn't get an accurate figure. Oh, my goodness. I hope everyone hears that because that is I couldn't have said it more perfectly myself. Yeah. In fact, that's why they should enjoy the figures because, and especially if you collect the whole line, because you get it's basically a history of the whole DCAU, how the look evolved, where yeah. the show was going, Absolutely. and yeah, at BTAS, everything was way more hyper realistic. It looked more like the old uh, Superman cartoons. Yeah, and they changed it dramatically with Superman Adventures and the new Batman Adventures. Yeah, absolutely. They they it certainly changed from like what was a. Uh people on cartoons to cartoons that were people it it, it it changed and that was for the good i think and there's like the anybody who wants to see like just a pure like scale thing check out um i, I recently did a group shot of the justice league you'll see john's scale on there if you compare that uh. to the to the original group shot that there was on the show, he looks kind of similar, so you'll kind of get a better idea 
then and that's genuinely not me just plugging my own post I'm, I'm being serious like he, he genuinely no, you, don't is. you don't have to because if you guys haven't seen it you guys have to see it because it looks genuinely like it's exactly from the show it's perfect placement the silhouettes are done brilliantly and it is actually a that's it's funny you say that that's actually a perfect picture to show the scale and to uh, reference it to the show just to see how accurate they did yeah, that's it. I mean, that's very kind of you as well. Thank you. Because that show, it means everything to me. When people comment on that and say how much they liked it, it meant absolutely everything. I, I really mean that. Cause, oh, I understand. Um, but yeah, honestly, GL is fantastic. His scale is, is perfect. And um, I absolutely love I'm the detail. I've seen pictures of him making out with a hot girl. That could happen. That certainly could happen. <laughs> Um, that that certainly could happen. Is that that's you awesome. the Because you got him right. <laughs> Pardon, sorry. You're gonna start rewatching the show as a whole because you have the whole line. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna start rewatching it next week. I, I need to finish off Arkham Knight first. I'm very close to completing it, and then I'll be straight onto watching the show, which I can't wait to do. Nice. Um, it's gonna be exciting. I'm really like it's weird. Like having the figures now makes me more excited to watch it again, which is very. It's like being a kid again. Well, it's also exciting because you're gonna be watching the show and you're gonna be keeping an eye out for the and being extra motivated. I think. Yeah. Inspired. It just inspires pictures, and you see moments you want to recreate and stuff like that Maybe things or scenes that you forgot about yeah absolutely i've done a couple of scene pictures already so they'll, they'll probably be coming next week or week after but it just inspires you so much that everything about that show the color of it and it was just so <laughs> great um but yeah gl is is brilliant and definitely recommend getting him Soon so he's certainly up there the next question yes for those who are wondering and fretting and just overall debating and fighting themselves and trying to justify it do you think it's worth it to get the figures and pay the seven dollars and then the tax and the shipping in order to get the line and if you do do you think it's better just to go like get them as a whole or buy each individually um get them as a whole because honestly well it saves you money for starters but you can't have I don't know, you've got to get at least more than one and then at least you want another and another. You might as well just get the set, uh, being genuinely serious, because they, they just look so good together. I don't know what it is. They they just look amazing together, all of them. Yeah, I already cancelled my DCU service twice. Now i got to redo it to get these. <laughs> <laughs> just, keep doing, just keep doing trials over and over. That's why I can't do Amazon Prime for ages. <laughs> yeah exactly and they were just like right we're, we're getting sick of you now just just, just <laughs> <laughs> we know your game sir <laughs> yes that stingy man from stoke in england hurry up <laughs> stingy pay, man. yeah yeah just pay the just pay the eight quid a month or whatever it is you have no problem paying for figures and posts do you <laughs> <laughs> oh i felt ashamed doing it but then it made me made my bank happy so Trust me, yeah. I don't think you're the only one that does it, Scott. <laughs> There's people out there now thinking, oh, God, they notice. <laughs> but no. Um, oh, and just for anyone who was wondering, Green Lantern is bang on six inches tall. But yeah. 
That is nice. the, the last word on GL. That is accurate. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. He is the second shortest member of the group to Hawk Girl, so yeah, it's it's bang accurate to the show. And um, yeah, people again were saying that he's too short. He isn't. He's perfect. Um, but yeah, uh, next figure. I know a figure that when I saw it on your page, I was just like, wow, I cannot wait to get him, which is Superman. Ah, Superman. Yeah, Superman. I, I remember, you know, the main thing I remember you saying is that he looks so different from the Superman, the animated series figure. And that's Vastly. so true. Tell us what your your thoughts are. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it would have been so easy for them to cheap out and make him look similar with a different head sculpt, but he looks radically different. And, and if people were thinking, oh, I've already got this animated series one, I don't need to get the Justice League one. Um, you definitely do. He he is he is so different in every way. His face sculpt is absolutely immense. Um, his cape is brilliant with the wide shoulder, um, wide shoulders and the cape draped back, and the just the S on the chest. It looks fantastic. Yeah, and it's like three D. Yeah, it, it's so bold and just everything that the show represents. And you also get the the coloured belt loops as well, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I didn't know so many people had a problem with the other figure missing belt loops until I posted a picture. <laughs> that everyone was like, where's the belt loops? Yeah, like, finally they did it. Like, <laughs> Not a hard little adjustment to do yourself. <laughs> no, absolutely. That, that is true. That's like more than a first world problem, really. That is easy to correct. But yeah, I think the the Justice League Superman has a much thicker, rounder face. He has a, the other one has like a more long, rectangular jaw. Definitely, I mean, you can just tell one's vastly different from the other, and in both are instantly recognizable as the um, as, as that from each show. So that's really, really good. And it, it also, one key thing that I really love about this one is that. The old one didn't have, which is that the boots are articulated. You can pivot them around, yeah. which is something you couldn't do on the old one. So even if you don't get the ankle pivot, which I agree is annoying, it's not the end of the world though, because you've got the boot pivot as well. So oh, that makes it much easier. Yeah, absolutely, and it, it helps it balance. But um, Superman is six and a half inches tall, so he's the second tallest of the group to Martian Manhunter. So he, he is, he is a very, very accurate portrayal of him the, the, the one thing that I have a huge problem with which I know you mentioned is this guy cannot stand up for the life of him no I, not at all his hips are terrible I'm, I have to try and customise him don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh that caught me out <laughs> uh, yeah no it, it's, it's ironic because he does have to lie because he, he can't that- <laughs> Ah, touche. Yeah. I have to stand him up with his hands behind his back, which is fine because he kind of looks like Superman doing that, but it, it's, it does get annoying. I want him to look aggressive at some stage, and that doesn't really work. Yeah, and that's the one, that's the one thing where it'd be nice to just have a stand. No, true. Very true. And that is another criticism that he doesn't have a foot peg either, which I was really yeah. disappointed with. I know it's a minor detail, but that's. We're all about the minor details. That's what we're about. I mean, like, that's it, why the show exists. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like his knee articulation is brilliant. Ankles brilliant. 
It's just those hips. I don't know what it is. It, it's really, They're really very floppy. It, honestly, they are. It's weird. He, Even if you balance it for a while, a couple hours go by and gravity gets them. Oh, last night, honestly, twice in the space of 20 minutes for no reason. I, I was just about to, <laughs> I just finished a couple of stuff on Arkham Knight. I closed on the PlayStation and all of a sudden, bang, 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 bang. He knocks over every figure in that cabinet. I've got about 10 figures in there. He knocked all of them over, <laughs> apart from Supergirl, actually. So I think there was a little bit of... Because uh, her big feet. Yes. He didn't knock Just over Supergirl. I think there was a bit of Kryptonian, a bit of Kryptonian um, teamwork going on there. He knocks everybody over bar Supergirl, but yeah. Um, but Blood's yeah, thicker than water. <laughs> but other than that, if if that issue could get fixed somehow, I might have to try and do the... Um, nail polish thing that Xander was talking about. Guess what picture I'm going to use to uh, announce this episode of your Justice League review. Oh, what picture are you going to use, actually? The silhouette, oh, of course. Of course. Oh, da, 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 da. oh, I love that. It's such a great <laughs> tune. I, I was listening to that earlier, just the... I don't know if anybody else does this, and it may sound a bit weird, but when I'm taking pictures, I just like to listen to some DC music. I do the same. Honestly, it's so great. I was listening to, um, I was doing some pictures earlier, um, A Beautiful Light, it's called, and you don't, you don't know what it mean, what it is and what it means, but from BVS at the very start, I just love that. I think it sounds so incredible. Yeah, and I actually really like the song at the start of Justice League, too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is. That felt very Snyderish. Mm, absolutely. Whedon got his hands on that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Thank God that he was yeah left that in. But um, yeah, no, that's suit, a, suit is suit. that your whole review, or you got more? Uh, there is one remaining member. Uh, oh, was a yeah. It was quite See, a key from you. He, he, he is a key. He is a key figure in both of our lives. He, he, oh, even in this review, I he's hiding. What you're talking about. <laughs> even as even in this review, he's hiding in the darkness. <laughs> but um, and his name is Batman. And I think I've... <laughs> he sounds familiar. <laughs> and. Even with his concave feet, he stands at 6.3 inches or 6.6 inches with his ears. Yeah. Which gives you an idea of how tall the ears are because they're, they're phenomenal. Um, I remember you saying that you love the way that the ears kind of swoop out then back in again. And you know Yeah, what? because it reminds me of the first appearance style from way back when Batman was first in comics, which I love. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's genuinely the best feature of the figure. Well, you would know, sir. <laughs> no, I honestly think it, it, it's an exceptional thing. And I absolutely love everything about him. Like his, his articulation is very good, even if, again, his joints are a little floppy. He does get the ankle pivot, which is nice. The boots pivot as well. And just something so simple, like the blue on the inside of his cape, I absolutely love it. And the shape of his cape as well, like how it goes over his shoulders, but it doesn't limit articulation or anything. It, it's fantastic. 
you're right and the what you said about the cape the blue underneath just adds so much more to pictures too with the colors yeah absolutely and when, when like you catch the light on that blue it, it just looks so damn good yes and the the gloves as well look brilliant and the hand Aren't you saying that the best part well what you were saying when we first got them was that if you do have a previous batman figures that the hands are swappable absolutely yeah the batman from the animated series expression pack those hands are absolutely perfect and they don't wear the joints away. Uh, sorry, wear the connections away on the inside. Those hands and they're almost identical. Okay, that's because I that's important because I tried to use the new Batman Adventure one at first and it was that would definitely stretch out the joint. Yeah, absolutely. Oh actually, while we're that's... talking of hands, if we going slightly backwards to Superman, the hands on that figure are the exact same hands that the GCPD, the GCPD Rogue, Rogue Pack Bane, those hands are identical. Really? The, yeah, they're the exact. I, I, I thought you were going to say Superman at first. Uh, no, it, it, the, they're slightly bigger than the original Superman, but those hands that um, he has on him are identical to the Bane that comes with the GCPD Rogue Pack. I swear it's the exact same mold and and everything because the fist is the same shape and the straight hand is the same shape. So another yeah, great like re- looks like they reused the hands for that, which is which is fine because it doesn't look out of place or scale. But it's perfect if you're a collector of the whole series and you're pissed yeah. about no accessories. Yeah, absolutely. So you, if you wanted to, I suppose you could take out the fist hand and use a, a bane right right hand because you can't use a left, of course, because he's got the glove on, but. Unless you wanted Michael Jackson Superman. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that? <laughs> oh well, that would be that would be very funny. Um but yeah, so that is that is the whole league complete. League is united. That is a lot of figures. Yes. A lot of figures. A lot of awesome. I bet they look beautiful all together. Yeah, they they are very, very cool. And um yeah, I got a few more group shots to come. So it's we look forward to that. Is there any? I don't want to step on any feet or toes. Is there any announcement upcoming for your weekend theme? Absolutely, yes. So our yeah. weekend theme with Lewis at the Bat Collector on Instagram. Uh, we're going to be doing a DC Trinity theme this weekend. Um. So he chose Man of Steel last weekend, so I thought, I don't know what, we'll chuck a couple of extra characters in and we'll just do a Trinity theme, let's do that. Yes. Um, so yeah, that is going to be the theme for this weekend, which I'm looking forward to. That'll be good fun and good timing since you just got the Superman JL fig. Yeah, absolutely. Not entirely coincidental, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like yeah. the way you think. Batman says don't believe in coincidence, and that is something that you should subscribe to for this. That's true. Um, now we have uh, we have at the get as the guest of this podcast we have a very special interview with a lady named Darlene McIntyre, whose father-in-law was a world he was in World War One and in World War Two, which just blows my mind. Can't even imagine. That is mad. And, yeah, and. Uh, she tells a story about how afterwards, how uh, not only she got into doing dioramas and 
doing molds and it's very small scale stuff, but also uh, how he found comfort in doing dioramas and building the what looked like the coup de gras of dioramas or like the, his life. And I showed Scott some pictures. Like it's like unbelievable. Right, honestly, it is. It's fantastic. So we she goes in depth of, with that, and she talks about uh, just exactly what went into um, what went into that diorama. Just the amount of work is incredible. Uh, <laughs> blows my mind thinking about it. <laughs> and it also just the the amount of passion that the man had for it, and it sounds like. It sounds like uh, he was a very early toy photographer and sounds like someone that definitely would have enjoyed sharing his work and seeing the work of others on Instagram. So I think it's a really cool interview. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, absolutely. I, John, I think he'd absolutely love your pictures that you took with that set. Love the one. Oh, a lot of fun doing it there. It felt like an honor. Yeah, it, it was amazing. She was absolutely lovely. So, yeah, definitely stick around for it because it was real good fun. And then we have, yeah, then we have another announcement for a really big guest. Yes. Of this show, and we are big fans of his page, uh, just friends of his in general. We we talked to him many times. He is an extremely kind guy. He is a countryman of Scott, and uh, he's also the one that Scott does weekend themes with. And we are getting to interview. Mr. Lewis from at the Bat Collector. I don't know his last name. Don't know if he wants me to share his last name, so I'll just say Lewis. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so excited! What do you I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And yeah, he he seemed excited. He even sent me a picture of uh, where he'll be doing the interview from, and his Bat Cave looks pretty impressive. I must say. Oh, his Bat Cave is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to hearing like his process and how he got into toy photography and everything. That's going to be really interesting. Oh, it's amazing! I love his behind-the-scenes stuff. Which, you know, funnily enough, we've been talking tonight about the the theme coming up, and you were showing some pictures of what he's got. It's going to be pretty special. That's cool that you guys share little previews. No, it's it's great. He has been so kind and so helpful with pictures like anytime i'm not sure i'll just send him a picture and he's always honest as well doesn't just say (laughs) oh it's great for the sake of it you know he is (laughs) he he is an honest guy and i appreciate that more than anything because it it does mean a lot and sometimes you need to be told when you're doing crap (laughs) so yeah you know it it, it is absolutely and he he is a very very good friend and yeah it's going to be amazing to finally um chat with him on on here it's going to be great Yes, and I, it's also be fun to hear the different things he's involved in in the toy community. I know he's got, uh, he's done work with a few other big pages and toy collaborating collaborative communities. So it'll be fun to see the kind because of, he's been like featured in like Exclude Collective and things like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So that'll be cool to hear about that stuff. It's also just interesting because I remember following him um, from the very beginning of his journey. At, of doing the toy photography so it's cool to see how far he's come mm, yeah definitely and he along with you and batman the animated fan were pages i used to follow on my personal account before you guys got me sucked into doing this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it, well, I'm glad. yeah no it, it, 
it's been a great journey and finally for us three to get together and talk is going to be so good. Yes, and then maybe all three of us combined, we can make a plea to get Simon to join us eventually. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yes, yeah, that would be a very fun time indeed. To just yeah, a, I would love that. We could probably talk for a couple hours on Batman and mini series episodes if we wanted. Oh god, I, I think we could talk for a couple of days. <laughs> That's true. So far, we've basically been doing it every day for three years. So I, 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 don't, I don't think we tired at all throughout the entire of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that reminds me. By the way, the uh, the Batman animated shot of the day that I did was uh see no evil do you remember that episode scott i do indeed great episode what did you think of that the first time you saw it (laughs) oh you nearly caught me out with that i cut out you nearly caught me out with it oh what do you mean the first time you saw it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no but like you you do genuinely remember it because a lot of people don't I I did I remember I remember seeing it a long long time ago when I was a kid. It's one of the I'm honestly not just saying this because it's the episode, but I do genuinely remember seeing that one as a kid and very very creepy episode. I gotta say, very creepy. Just like mean, get his kid back, invisible. I mean, if you strip back the whole animated and color and all that thing, it's a genuinely creepy story. Yeah, that could be on any Law and Order episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that would be perfectly fitting. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a fun episode. And I, I I like to get creative with that one and try to just uh, think because I wish we had a figure of it, but of course we don't because that's a like a C list character. Oh, I'd love to see that, like a whole translucent character. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Awesome. Probably really cheap on paint too. <laughs> Just put a head sculpt in the box. That's all they need to do. Just put <laughs> that would be hilarious. Normal head sculpts in that. That would be fine. Yeah, you got your figure. But I love it but... when they do stories like that, and and just something that's almost original, and and they can go where go where they want with it. I think they they did that so well. They don't get credit enough for that because they they were writers as well as just like portrayalists, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, like and it's. If you, I've been doing the first season, and a lot of the first episodes are just strictly like very adult themes and like mob bosses. It's not a lot of the major rogues galleries yet. I think there's only been two Joker episodes, maybe uh, one Poison Ivy. Yeah. One man, but other than that, it's like Rupert Thorne, like Roland Daggett gets seen. Yeah. Uh, it's never too late about the guy oh, that's like. Yeah, brilliant episode. With Rupert Thorne, so I, I love all that, and like I love the Justice League to death. I, I would never, I would never say that isn't my favorite series. But going back to <laughs> Batman the Animated Series, I love the whole like detective nature of the episodes, and it, every episode is an investigation, and you're learning things with Batman, and I, th- I think that's brilliant. And, and they captured that so well; they properly got you involved in the episode as it goes along. It, it, I don't think. It was too much, if any of it, that was predictable about it, which was great. And some achievement. Yeah, not at all. And as with and all, they, kept always... they kept going through with that to the Arkham games as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. As we always say with those episodes, the voice casting is just on point with every episode. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Well, so that's that's what I've been continuing to do. 
I haven't even looked at what episode is tomorrow, but I'm not gonna. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out later tonight while I look. Do you have like post of episodes that you look forward to doing when you, as you're going through the series? Like, oh, I can't wait to get to this one because I've got this planned. And oh yeah, definitely. Mm. I have. There's ones that I really, really look forward to, especially if I get an idea popped in my head, uh, just randomly. Mm. I'll make sure I write it down. But, or if I get a new accessory piece or I see something that reminds me of an episode. No, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so. And plus, I've done it. This is the seventh time now, so I got to get really creative to continue, like, or else people are just going to get bored of it. I was going to say, how hard is it to refresh every time you go through it? Because that must be the hardest bit of all of it. It is. It's it's hard to, it's like today I did a repost of the one last time just because I was really happy with the picture and I had an idea and I took a picture of an idea and I think it turned out well, but I thought that picture should get seen again. Yeah. So sometimes I do that, but most of the time I try to keep it fresh and new, especially because I continue to learn and I want to make sure the picture looks fresh and crisp and new and not dated and grainy. Yeah, I, I like it, to be fair, because you get a bit of a, a mix of everything. You get a mix of what you like, what people previously have liked, and what is new. So you get a, a nice mix of of that. Like Some people have a problem with people reposting their like, old pictures, but why? There's no rules here. No, there's no rules. And plus, if you gain a lot of followers, like and they might not have seen it and you put a lot of work and care into a picture that you think turned out well. I don't see anything anything wrong with reposting. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And if people, people post B sides all the time and it's just like a slightly different angle. So what's the difference? That is very true. That is actually something that I've started to, I wasn't started to do, but I've, I've done it for a couple of pictures I've got coming up that I've done B sides of. So, yeah, and sometimes it's just a cooler angle, different perspective. I don't. If you're a toy photographer and you enjoy this stuff, you're not going to have a problem with seeing it. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, <laughs> you might be able to relate because you're like, I know the struggle of trying to pick a good picture. Exactly, and if you can't, if sometimes it's hard to decide on what angle you want, and and also like what pose you want. So try and see what both, and also you learn then for the future of what. Well, that one works well last time so I could kind of try it again or I could mix it up or you know it, it does kind of help you a little bit I think it's all part of learning yeah absolutely. which is why we're doing it yeah 100% and like Lewis he'll do like he'll do a landscape shot then he'll do a close up of like the figures in their pose then he'll do a behind the scenes sometimes yeah I love those behind the scenes yeah oh, I that think that's really that. I love yours as well because the, the shot is always so massive it's so vast well, well that's that's part of trying to keep it fresh and interesting right that batman and superman one that you did the armored v the animated that was sensational that was a lot of fun to do that, i i had to get the timing right had to set the timer had to do like use a sifter and some baby like a uh, powdered sugar it was a lot of fun it was, it was very, like it was a very sweet shot <laughs> Uh, Scott is on today. <laughs> I had to get a pun in after you got the see no evil one. <laughs> you are on today. I love it. <laughs> uh, well, do you have anything else, Scott, that's coming up that you want to talk about? Any figures you might be uh, thinking about obtaining? 
Um, well, all being well, I've got an Arkham Sound Joker figure that still hasn't arrived yet, but will be very soon, hopefully. And that's the real version of what you think is a fake? Figure. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a fake. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. For those of you that didn't hear our end credit scene last week, check it out. Oh, yeah, that was fun, the end credit scene. I mean, like, this is unscripted, but that, that was totally unscripted. Yeah, that's not even thinking that we're being listened to. Yes. So if you, <laughs> if you want to find out what we really like, then yeah. <laughs> or if you don't, then don't. <laughs> but no, please yeah. do. It was, it was good fun. Um, yes, I, I liked it. That was a great idea by on your part. This we should post it. I thought it was pretty cool. It's sometimes funny when it's on scripts as well. So, yeah. oh yeah, and also I want to make sure we give a shout out to uh, figure fan Nate. Go to support STS guys. If you remember our guest from last week, and or you haven't listened, go listen. But they just released another podcast, and it's enjoyable to listen to a bunch of guys talking about literally anything pop culture. So. If you don't just like figures and Batman, definitely go check out and support figure fan Nate. Yeah, absolutely. He's he, he, he wanted to let us know that he gave us a shout out on his show. Awesome. That is awesome. But I guess they did a segment where they recommended three things and our podcast is one of them. So that's cool. That's awesome. One of the best things about this community has been meeting him. So he's, he's a really nice guy. Extremely nice. Yeah, it is great. Also, want to say a massive thank you to, I hope I'm pronouncing this at Ren K Customs because he has said some very nice words about our show. Um, we'll definitely be having him on too. Yeah, I can't wait for that. He he is really looking forward to one, one day coming on, which is going to be great. So um, yeah, I have to give him a shout out. He he's been listening to our shows back and we said some kind words. So thank you to him. Very kind. And on that note, thank you to all of our listeners because we are continuing to get strong support, uh, a lot of listens, which is extremely humbling. I know for me, and I know for Scott, it's just we're thrilled to be able to uh, be able to help shine light on other collectors and photographers and diorama builders and uh, companies that are building things that help us in taking our pictures like Scott talked about with extreme sets. And what we learn from others with extreme sets and things of that nature. And also just little tips on like what we talked about with different angles and lighting and what, little things like the amazing told us with the D, the day light bulbs. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun learning all this. It's only been what, seven, eight episodes. I know. Yeah. Like, I learned so much already about um, lighting is the thing I've learned most about, I gotta say. Yeah, it's extremely important. And you really, it looks like you, like you're getting close to, if not mastering it, based on that Justice League shot. I love that shot. Oh, thanks. That, no, I literally just turned all the lights off and, and just took the picture. <laughs> hey, you're not to tell your secrets. That, 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 is, that is my secret, turning it off. Is that the end credit scene? <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, it's good fun. Got some more extreme sets pictures coming as well since you mentioned them. Also, I saw that they have a deal. If you look, you buy two, you get your third one free. That's pretty good. Oh, that's nice. I like the sound of that. Decent chunk off. The, now, this is very worrying you telling me this two days before payday. <laughs> well, I'm worried about it because I don't know what to get. So. <laughs> I'm like a chicken with my head cut off. As you're listening to this, I'll now be skinned. 
Uh, yes. If you were Aquaman, you wouldn't be very liquid right now. Uh, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, well, I think it's uh it's time to wrap it up, Scott. Unless you got anything else. No, that that that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I, I'm just really really uh, happy that people seem to be enjoying what we're doing, which is uh, fantastic. Yeah, and thank you again for listening. Thank you again for your support. Um, make sure to enjoy our our interview with Darlene. I think it's really special. Uh, I think it, she was really excited. I wish you guys could have seen how happy she was. I think she was excited to talk about it and share uh, something that she knew that her father and love really enjoyed. And I hope it comes through, uh, the excitement comes through in her voice as well. She was laughing. She seemed extremely happy. So it was a fun time. And she definitely, afterwards, she couldn't stop talking about Scott's accent. I think she had a crush. <laughs> so that's uh, definitely a fun interview. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you again for listening to me and Scott bringing you some news, some discussion about our, 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 our toy photography journeys. And also uh, shout outs to others that we enjoy. Uh, we really look forward to Lewis. Oh, can't I can't wait. wait. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And uh, uh, that's going to, we might have to do a four hour episode for that one. Yeah, a four hour episode with a two hour end credit scene. Yeah, just talking about how cool it was. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I, I'm genuinely very, very excited. I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to do that. All right. Well, this has been DC Figures and Collectibles uh, pre-guest show, I guess. Pre-guest show, (laughs) absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys on the other side. Hope you enjoy the interview. Goodbye. Hey, what's up? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, as well as co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And I'm here to talk about Soap Studios action figures. They're action figures that come with soft good clothing. They are articulated like crazy with up to 27 points. They come with tons of accessories. They're highly durable, highly detailed, and I cannot recommend them enough. If you desire to get a Soap Studio figure yourself, especially the Reverse Flash that is up for pre-order right now, uh, I would get on it right away because a lot of people are getting this figure. If you want to know where to get it, I would go to SideshowCollectibles.com. It is available for pre-order right now. And if you want to get another Soap Studio figure, ones that have already been out, you could definitely go check out Big Bad Toy Store. They have them available as well, like the CW Flash, CW Arrow, as well as the two-pack featuring Bruce Wayne and Ra's al Ghul from Batman Begins. I highly recommend these figures. I think they're spectacular. Uh, I think they definitely are going to be competition for Mezco sooner rather than later. I can't recommend them enough. If you guys need to go get them, you know where to go. Again, Sideshow Collectible for pre-order of Reverse Flash. Big Bad Toy Store for any other of their 112th scale figures. You won't regret it. Tell them DC Figures and Collectibles sent you.
Scott. Tyler. Hello. Nice. Well, welcome back, folks. We're back with DC Figures and Collectibles. And Scott and I are honored and very excited to uh, have our next guest on right now. Her name is Darlene McIntyre. And she is a, uh, a master at creating uh, molds that look like those beautiful little Christmas towns that uh, you usually would see in window shops or that, you know, you would have up around Christmas time. She would not only do the molds herself, but also paint them and also sell them. But then we're also going to talk a lot about her husband, Scott McIntyre, former World, World War II vet, who father-in-law, father and then uh, <clears throat> we're also going to ask her a bunch of questions just about her life in general, and we're also going to ask a, a lot about her husband. So we're going to have, uh, Scott, do you like to say hello? Oh, absolutely. Hello. It's lovely to meet you. I like that name, Scott. That was my husband's name and my father-in-law's name, and it's been a favorite of mine. Oh, that's lovely. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you. I was glad to meet you, too. Thank you. So our first, our first question, and what we'd first like to hear from you, is we just like, uh, whatever you're willing to share, we'd like to know a little bit about your background, uh, what got you into doing the molds and doing the painting and also a little bit about Scott as well and his background and uh, why, he, why he got into doing dioramas and uh, why he really enjoyed the hobby as a whole and if you guys ever did it together to relax or anything of that nature. Thank you. I'd be glad to share. Um, I got into the mold business uh, by a, a friend that was coming to our Bible study and she was deeply into it. And I asked her to make me a little nameplate uh, thing for the dinner table. So when I had my friends over, I could tell them. Scott. Tyler. Scott. Hello. Yeah. How much of that did you hear? How much of that did you hear? Um, I heard probably about half of it, I imagine. Uh, what point what was the last part you heard? Um, I was saying about making name plates for the table, but then it cut out. Yes. And 120 oh, of them. Oh, wow. Yes, I gave them all to my friends for Christmas. Oh, that's a lovely gift there. Yeah, so Scott, I was asking uh, before it got off, if you had ever done anything with molds or have ever tried to do anything like that or seen the process I, of I it. I haven't. It's something that fascinates me, though, because like, the amount of like detail and attention, especially into the, the little diorama that Tyler took a picture of, it, it looks beautiful and, and so... Like well thought out. How does it? How long does it take you to to build something like that and to make it? It takes uh, uh, you pour it into the mold and then you wait 
about three hours, four hours, it sets up. Then you open the mold up and, and then you clean it. Mm. And then you can fire it. And then after that, you can paint it. So it takes two firings. So it, it takes a, a while to get something like that made. And then of course, the, then you paint it and that takes a long time, mm. depending on how large the, the house is. Yeah. Or the mold, whatever you're going to paint, yes. I look, but it was fun, and I was definitely hooked. Yeah, I, I guess it's something that you kind of get like addicted to doing. You like enjoy perfecting it, and it's satisfying when you make something like that. Yes, yes, yeah. it was fun. Now the the diorama my father-in-law made, and he was a perfectionist, and and he would get clay and mold all these little animals and the. Uh, all the things that he wanted in his diorama. Plus, he made the mission, and that was uh, still here yeah. with us now. So, do you? He made. Sorry, it. do you? I was going to say he made it night. He made. Excuse <laughs> me. He made it in 1965. Ah, okay. Uh, I was gonna... That is yeah, old. <laughs> it's lasted the test of time. <laughs> it, it looks like one of the old missions now, too. <laughs> it's perfectly weathered. Yes. <laughs> so did, did he enjoy taking uh, the I know, and uh, things like that and, and like the, the whole sort of like... Yes, I just dug out the ones that we took in 1968. Oh, wow. of the pic- yes, and, and... We'll be sharing those in the story. Oops. Yes. Anyway, that was fun to see them again. And I don't know, um, I've had a few experience in trying to do mold and stuff with creating custom head sculpts with action figures and even um, weapons and stuff, and just any like accessories in general. And even with mold, you think, okay, even if they have a, a outline or a mold and you just pour it in and it just sets up, that's not the case. You have to pour it in a certain way uh, to make sure that there's not a lot of air bubbles that pop up. It doesn't look like Swiss cheese. <laughs> And it, it, it's a, it could be a very frustrating process and you could actually waste a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. So I'm going to, there's a lot of uh, her made stuff that she has up and around the house. I'm going to take pictures of, I'm going to take pictures of the, what she just mentioned, uh, the pictures from 1968. And it's a full uh, mission on top of a huge rock, like canvas. It looks incredible. So I want to make sure you guys are able to see this stuff. Cause it's, it's like this, if you talk about toy collecting and diorama building, this is, far back and if it's lasted since 1960 that's a sturdy a sturdy craftsmanship yeah that is a quality product <laughs> for sure now what can you tell us about your father-in-law he was in the first world war then he was in the second world war and he was there in hawaii when they bombed pearl harbor and his family was there with him and so they all had the story to tell of how they were there in in 41 then he was just a very nice man. He uh, retired from the army in 1955, and he was a lieutenant colonel. And when and when they uh, finished retiring him, they made him a full colonel. So he was uh, a a brave man, a nice man, and a family man. And I was so thankful to marry into such a nice family. They were lovely people. They've both now gone to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. 
Yeah, he was special. He really was. He had a lot of hobbies. He was a rock hound. He made jewelry out of the rocks and he would, you know, put them in the thing that makes them smooth. And mm -hmm. then he um, crafted them into different jewelries. He made all kinds of things. I have them out here for uh, Ty to see. And then uh, he just was an interesting man. He did try to do some uh, paintings, which I have. And he's, he was just always doing something creative. He liked to write poetry. He was, did limericks. Uh, when he was, before he got married, he uh, won a prize of $500 for his limerick. And so that paid for their honeymoon, which they went to Catalina for. <laughs> <laughs> that was the type, place to go in those days. <laughs> Oh, that's, a, that's a lovely story. Mm -hmm. did, did he enjoy like collecting yeah. and things like that as well? Did he like collect like toys or comics or anything like that? No, he, he wasn't a big collector. Mm -hmm. He was a big doer, yeah. but not a big collector. Uh -huh. Now, when he was doing this, did you ever witness him while he was billing it? Or when you saw it, was it completely done? Did you get to see it grow or...? I really saw the uh, mission after it was completely finished. I knew he was working on the little tiles for the roof and he made his own mold for that. Oh my God. And then he uh, created all those tiles and put it on the uh, mission. Yes. He, he was a very detailed person, very detailed. Now, if he were around nowadays, what do you think he would do you think he get a kick of seeing uh, how collectors present their collection nowadays with how Scott and I like to do uh, elaborate toy photography and others like to share. Uh, it's I, we we just talked about in our previous episode. We, we feel it's a, a healthy hobby, a hobby. And that uh, with the way things are nowadays, we have people that we can talk to and share our creativity and our gifts with and enjoyments of these things without having to like, you know, maybe your family doesn't understand completely and of that nature. Do you, what do you think, think he would yeah. get a, would you think I he'd think get a he kick would, at it? I think he would love it. <laughs> do you think I he'd think. have one and be sharing his diorama? Uh, I bet he would. I bet he would. He would probably get into all the electronical stuff that people are using nowadays, which would, are hard for me to even comprehend because it's just so much going on. But yes, I think he would uh, love it. Scott, do you have anything for Darlene? Yeah. Uh, Hi, Scott. I, Tell me something. Do you know what? I, I <laughs> massively respect the amount of detail and time that gets put into those dioramas because I feel like like these days people, it's so easy to just take pictures of things in front of screens. So I love that the whole detail and process that it goes through. And, and I love what you said about the tiles as well, that they're all individually like, sculpted. Uh, it's yes. amazing attention to detail. It's something you don't see, don't see as often these days, and that's something that I think is a shame. And I want to add something about uh, that little mission. He had a flag that he uh, had flying high above the mission, and every night, you know, he was so patriotic, uh, being in the service for so long. But he, every night he'd come out and salute the flag, and then take it down and his neighbors he was in a mobile home park and his neighbors 
were all impressed with the way he was so patriotic that he would take care of that little flag. Oh, I love that. I wish we were like that a little bit more in this country as well. No. And there's not too many people that way here either. Yeah. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> but he was he was really a, a special man. I was happy to have him as a father-in-law. He was loving and kind and uh, loved his grandkids. Now, since we have you on, we, we've talked about him. We also want to talk about you. And we want to, how did it feel for you? Did you uh, get enjoyment? Did you find it therapeutic? Did you find it... Um, relaxing at the end of the day to do these kind of things to work on the most like well how what are, what did it mean to you it meant a lot to me uh it was really fulfilling and i it came at a time in my life where i needed it my kids had all just left home and i was having an empty nest and that's right when my friend brought me the mold and i got started and <laughs> i was in boutiques and i would mix them and I go buy more molds. And right now I have a bunch of molds and I'm 86 years old and I need to get rid of them because I, they're too heavy now for me to lift around and do my ceramics. So uh, I, they make my kids happy. I need to sell all these things. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be unhappy when I die if they have all that stuff to take care of. <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, do you have anything else that you have for her? Uh, yes. How, what is your personal favorite that you, you've worked on or has been made? What, what's your personal favorite from your collection? Well, besides my houses, I liked making tea sets. And I had all about five or six different sets of tea sets that I could pour. Mm. So that was my second favorite. But then I love every collector could understand that because that was accessories and we all love accessories. Accessories. <laughs> <laughs> and they were fun to decorate. I, I wasn't an artist, so I didn't um that's a that don't even believe it because I'm looking at this stuff. She's an artist. <laughs> Most of them I have decals on. <laughs> and so I enjoyed using them and I could feel like an artist. <laughs> but that <laughs> but they turned out really nice and I was proud of them. Yeah, loving accessories is a language that we both speak very well. <laughs> my husband even got in my husband even got into it a little bit. He uh, would come out and uh, spray paint uh, the edges. I have one sitting right over there that I'll show you, Ty, okay. that uh, he spray painted and I wish I could have gotten him to do more. Well, it's, it's, I think it's a, we could all kind of relate to that as well, collectors, because I'm sure back then it wasn't as uh, as common. And even today, it's just now starting to get more common and more accepted. So I'm sure he would have picked it up and been splendid at it. Yeah, he was, and it was fun having him. He made me a workroom out back, and, and uh, so it was fun having him out there with me too. Her so own I, shed of solitude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a TV out there, and I just could work and paint and, and listen to the TV. That was fun. <laughs> well, um, have you taken a look at some of the stuff? I know you might've seen some of my pictures, but when you see some of the stuff nowadays, or do you think it's, it's pretty cool that it's continuing to grow and to be something that people can 
healthy outlet is instead of you know, some of the negative things that are out there today? I I certainly hope so. Um, I it, ceramic stores that it's hard to even get supplies. So mm. I was sad about that because I had special stores I went to and. But now then, uh, the, I don't know of any near me here in, in Torrance. That alone is sad. Yes. So it, I don't know if it's dying out. More women are having to work outside the home. And uh, they're the, usually the ones that uh, did the ceramics as mm -hmm. a hobby. And so uh, anyway, I, I'm sorry to see that happen. But do you, you, you think it's good that nowadays... Uh, that the hobbies like toy photography and collecting and diorama building and that sort of thing is a prominent and growing more and that it's a healthy outlet instead of. I think it's a nice outlet. I loved it and it was really fulfilling, but like I say, there's just not that many people around and, and uh, that are free to do it. But I think it's if they can and they can afford it. I'll have good. to show her some diorama pages. <laughs> I would like to see them. Okay. Well, if Scott, if you have anything else, well, do you have Yeah, any? does it give you a buzz scene like Tyler come around and seal your old dioramas and he's getting pumps and, and really liking what, what he's seeing? That must be really satisfying <laughs> for you to know that other people love it too. Yes, yes. I think it uh, is good. Mm. She had to call her, her granddaughter to make sure it was okay for me to use one of her horses. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> she has more if you need them <laughs> yes i'm very grateful <laughs> well we want to we want to thank you for this time and if there's any other do you have any parting words for us or anything else you would like to add before we no i think that's about all the information i can share that would be interesting so uh <laughs> <laughs> she's so very honest <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much <laughs> And Scott, nice talking no, to no, you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. It was lovely to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of people on Instagram that are actually very, they're very much looking forward to hearing from you. Well, I hope so. I hope it's something they can use. I do want to tell them that they would just enjoy it. Well, I can't say everybody would do enjoy it, but yeah. if you do enjoy it, it really helps you. Uh, I made money doing it and was able to pay for my hobby. So that worked out nice. That's always a good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's always good if you can pay for your hobby. Yes. <laughs> well, this has been uh, DC Figures and Collectibles. And you guys, we've been honored again and to be joined by Miss Darlene McIntyre and discussing her hobby and how uh, even back then, People were doing dioramas and molds and um, using this hobby as a way to uh, have some therapeutic help and just get through things. And as we've already discussed and had our previous guest on, it's helped and it's helped me with surgeries through recovering surgeries. I'm sure Scott, you found it therapeutic. 100%, in time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's such a good pastime and something to break away from the, the, the world we live in at the minute and just enjoy Enjoy being a. That's right. That's mm, right. Very well put. Mm -hmm. Well, 
we again we're honored and i'm going to be sharing when this episode drops i'll have a lot of pictures up of some of the incredible molds so you guys can just get a sense of what it is she has created and done as well as share the diorama that her father-in-law scott mcintyre built uh, i've had a, a few pictures up but i'll definitely have some of the ones that she showed me from 1968, where it shows it with the flagpole on top of a cliff and everything, it looks incredible. So uh, I want to thank Scott for joining us as well. I know it's always a, it always is a big from England. So thanks, Scott. No problem at all. Thank you, Scott. Uh, thank you. Thank you both. All right. Well, we, after, we will uh, be seeing you again on Sunday with a new, we're going to have, uh, at the bat collector lewis from instagram we are extremely excited to finally have him on he's been a friend of ours for years now so it'll be a absolute blast to have him on the show stay tuned for that hope you enjoyed this show remember to check out scott at, at the bat fan the dot bat fan uh, if you want to check out my stuff it's at batman figs on instagram hope you enjoy the podcast. Make sure to listen weekly, two episodes a week. Thank you again for everything, for supporting us, for your words of encouragement, and we will see you soon.